Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. You're editing this one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm like I'm in in the middle of two I'm editing, but then you know we're in Michigan for the next four days, mm-hmm. so I don't know what I'm gonna do. Anyways, okay, I'm ditching that. If my plosives are crazy, I'll just throw a dynamic EQ on it. All right. Okay, you your plosives I can already hear. Hard. Oh, sh- <laughs> okay, I'm in the back. <laughs> well, though, when you're like. Puh, 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 puh. <laughs> you might also just have a bassier voice than me. Oh, yeah. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 208, Ranger Merch Review, Boom Studios Power Ranger Comics, part 14, Godzilla versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with James from Mostly Speaking Sentai, recorded on November 23rd, 2022. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. And I'm James of Mostly Speaking Sentai, but today I am here as a representative of DarlingHomebody.com. And we'll get more into that in a short little bit. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Charles D., Chris P., Steve F., Steve M., AJW, Jacob P., Tyler B., Tyler W., Leland D., Charlie N., Brian M., Craig M., Liz M., Mason M., Steve R., Hassan A., Josh P., Derek G., and Teresa B. for supporting us this month. Remember, you can go to linktr.ee slash rangercommandph for all of our links, as well as our Amazon affiliate link at amazon.com slash shop slash ranger command ph but that's not all because today's episode of ranger command power hour is also brought to you by darlinghomebody.com and the darling homebody shopping network live stream super sale happening thursday december 1st darling homebody on twitch and Facebook at 7 p.m. Central. The entire store is will be 20% off for the stream, where you can buy merch, stickers, keychains, minifigures, and more, all featuring art from previous Ranger Command Power Hour guest Nicole of Mostly Speaking Sentai. You'll want to watch the live stream as well, because for every $100, James, also of Mostly Speaking Sentai, will eat a Hot Ones Last Dab Carolina Reaper edition. If $1,000 in sales are reached, James will attempt the Pocky One Chip Challenge to close out the night. Again, that is Thursday, December 1st at Darling Homebody on Twitch and Facebook at 7 p.m. Central. I've seen those Hot Ones shows before. That last dab is no joke. I'm scared for you, James. We did it last year, and we I did it solo because Nicole's like, I don't have time to do this. I was like, but we do a Darling Homebody Shopping Network every yeah. end of November, start of December. We got to do it. I'll do it for you, and I'm going to loop in this 
thing. And when she got home, she was like crying because I was like, it's $660. And she's like, how did he do this? This is so amazing. But yeah, it was just hocking them. So I want to do $1,000 <laughs> of sales in one that night. That would be incredible. Yes. Yeah, so please, darlinghomebody.com. It's going to be fun. Yeah, this is going to be amazing. I've tuned into these before. These are super fun. I've bought from Nicole's store before. She has amazing artwork, amazing products, some really excellent stuff. So if you can get it at a discount, but also help out James and Nicole, it's just, it's super amazing. And you know what? It's the beginning of the shopping season mm -hmm. for Christmas or whatever holiday, winter holiday you can imagine. You can find a gift for someone as well. It's yeah. not just for you. It's the home shopping network. Yeah, it's like QVC. Yeah. We show off all the merch. It'll be great. Also, one twelfth of everyone in the world has a birthday in December. Get them a gift. Get them a gift. Get them two gifts. Ooh. <laughs> get them. You want to know what? Get them. Get them four. It's 20% off. Oh, minus four, shirts. I forgot to say that. Oh, minus shirts. Uh, apparel is no discount. Because that's done through a like different website affiliation oh, sure. fulfillment thing. So you can't make those 20% off. Awesome. So we'll have links to all of those in our show notes at rangercommand.com. We'll point to Nicole's channels. And also mostly speaking Sentai. So definitely give them a shout. Give them a watch. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. And I, I just want to see James stuff peppers in his mouth and like go for it. It'll be I'll put the like last dab hot sauce yeah. on like falafel probably and just plop mm. it in my mouth. And if anyone has watched Hot Ones, you know that the last dab is no joke. It's spicy. It's it's a spicy meatball. And that one chip challenge I'm very scared of. Yeah, what's like the Scoville on that? What's the... I can check. I've never really like looked into it. Like, what are the ingredients? Oh, it, it's the scorpion chili pepper. Oh, oh and a Carolina Reaper. So it's both of those. So it's probably two? as... Yeah, it's probably as much over two million Scovilles like the hot sauce. Oh, my God. I might. You want to know what? I might even put some of the hot sauce on the chip. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's as a bonus. Well, we are here to do another comics review, not only in November, but also December. We're talking more comics. Tune in later this month. Basically, December 3rd, we have also another comic interview with Matt Groom, who did the Mighty Morphin closeout run for Charge the 100 with issues 17 through 22, so that we have that interview lined up. So pretty much November and December, Ranger Command Comics Month, and that's why we wanted to bring on James to review Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I don't know a bigger Godzilla fan than James, so... What perfect person to bring on to review this uh, miniseries? I wouldn't say like I'm a like, I mean, I am a diehard Godzilla fan, but I'm yeah, not someone who has seen all of them a hundred oh, times. Sure, sure, I've sure. seen all of them for sure, but I have my, the ones I go back to multiple times, like Final Wars and Destroy, uh, but Nicole and I were talking on one of the shows we did last week, either Engage with Nicolas Cage or... Uh, 
what's that one thing called? Mostly speaking Sentai. <laughs> and we're, I was discussing this, doing this with you. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to have to be sort of the Godzilla expert because, Eric, right. I don't think you've seen all of them. No, I, I haven't seen all of the Godzilla films. I've seen some here and there, which is a shame for me because I have like the Criterion which? Godzilla collection. We brought that up. And Nicole's like, well, he got that. Why Why doesn't he just watch that? And then she said, well, just, I have a kid. <laughs> she said, force the kid to watch it with it. I was like, well, no, no, actually, I was about to say he should wait five years and watch them all yeah. with the child. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to get him interested in, obviously, Tokusatsu and, and Power Rangers and, and Godzilla, too. So, well, I mean, back here on my shelf, I still have all the Godzilla candles that, that mm -hmm. Nicole gave me. And I've got a vinyl Godzilla from the first G-Fest I went to. Cause Hell yeah. I had to have a vinyl Godzilla. His tail's like this long. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. It's like a foot long. Anyways, this miniseries is a partnership with IDW. The original announcement for this, we're actually coming up on the anniversary for the original press release that came out for this. So that original announcement was on December 16th, 2021. That's like a Godzilla-ish day, right? Or is that Godzilla day? Yeah, I think it was one of, I think it was one of those days for sure. Mm -hmm. So this was announced and basically it started this year. It started in March of this year, March, 2022. And IDW licensed this through Toho International and in partnership with Boom Studios and Hasbro. And this is a five issue comic book event, Godzilla versus the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And to be clear, we're going to spoil the hell out of this miniseries. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. we're spoiling it. We're reviewing it. So definitely encourage you all to read this. And it's perfect timing because earlier in November, specifically November 8th, the trade paperback for Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers came out. And I collected the single issues as they came out with the IDW shop variants because Despite my initial feelings, which we'll get into, I actually really dug the cover artwork for this series. And thankfully, there weren't a crazy amount of variants for mm -hmm. me to collect, unlike, you know, some other boom titles. But I went to my local comic book shop today and I hadn't been there in maybe two or three weeks just because we were down with the sickness. <laughs> and I had like a thick stack of comics and sure enough, my comic book guy got me the trade paperback version of this because I like to collect all the collected editions. I've mm -hmm. got that on my shelf. So I read one through three as they were coming out. And then I kind of like lost interest a little bit just because I felt like the story was really going nowhere. And this is a running theme with our comic review episodes it's always better when you read it all at once. I I loved it from the beginning. I, I got uh, yeah. it. But that's because <laughs> this, based on especially knowing who wrote this, Colin Brunn? Yes. Yes. C Colin Bunn. Colin Bunn. I looked into what he had done, and there's two reasons why I'm like, especially if you know the end, like the final page of this, you're like, oh, this yeah. is why they got this, dude. 
he is most known for the Deadpool kills the universe stuff or like Return of the Living Deadpool. All of those mm-hmm. just really meta universe hopping storylines in Deadpool right. and for Godzilla Cataclysm, I think was what it was called. So mm-hmm. I so hope this gets more because when we get to the end, the right. speculations and the like <laughs> the my dreams to come true. People who know me will be like, oh, I already know what James is going to say. What Ranger team and what specific Godzilla would he oh, like yeah. to see? <laughs> I'm like, yes, those two, because the the juxtaposition between the two would be fantastic. Oh, we'll we'll get to that for sure. But when this was announced, I was like, holy cow, this is going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately... The last two issues suffered from quite a bit of delays, like because it started in March. So issue one came out March 23rd. Issue two came out April 27th. Issue three came out May 25th. Nothing in June. And then issue four came out July 20th. Well, there was also a skip for issue five. So August didn't have one. And then the final issue came out September 7th. So I think like for me, like I read the first three issues and then I kind of was like, I'm not, not really digging like how the story, cause it just felt a little bit repetitive to me. Oh yeah. But I think also like those month delays in between didn't help because like, I almost forgot that it came out. Like if my comic book guy wasn't pulling it for me, like I wouldn't know that it would come out. And the weird thing with this is like when this was first announced, like I reached out to IDW, their press email. And I was like, Hey, you know, we're a power Rangers podcast. We're a news site. I'd love to get like advanced copies of this or like PDF early access. So we can review these as they come out. Never heard anything unlike boom, you know, I get their weekly press PDF so I can review the Power Rangers before it comes out. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping for something similar with IDW. And also, I just like having, even though they're marked and watermarked for press, I still like having the digital copies of these. So I, I was kind of bummed when IDW never reached out. But, you know, if I was more in the know and I was like paying attention to when these were coming out, then you know, I, I would have been more on top of it and keeping up, but well, did you say <laughs> you're just a power Rangers podcast or the premier power Rangers podcast? Well, I mean, premier. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so this was announced all the way back last December. And the premise is when Rita Repulsa uses an ancient artifact to transport herself to a universe without Power Rangers, she finds herself in a world with aliens, kaiju, and Godzilla. Whoa! Hoping to annihilate this new foe, Rita hurls her own terrible creatures into battle, but she never expects that the Rangers have followed her to this alternate reality, pitting the dinosaurs themselves head-to-head with the King of the Monsters. You open up with a premise like that, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm all in. Also, the first issue just throws you into this shrine and is like, hey, yeah. you, there is no time to explain. We just need to get into this because we only have five issues, guys. Yeah, it's crazy. So the creative team is Tom Waltz from IDW. He's the IDW's editor. 
Daphna Plebin, who's the Boom Studios editor for all the Power Ranger comics, Colin Bunn, who we talked about, writer, Freddie E. Williams II as the artist, and he's doing a ton of variant covers with Kevin Eastman for the new Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 series. Heck yeah. So he's doing a ton of covers variants for that series. And then Andrew Dollhouse is the colorist. And I'll just say overall, the colors in these issues are super vibrant. Mm -hmm. I love the colors in this. The art, I will be honest, it took some getting used to for me. Because is this not the same art team from the normal Power Rangers? Not at all. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. And Freddie E. Williams, like he does a lot of like Ninja Turtles and, you know, Godzilla and stuff. And I thought all of the monster designs looked amazing. I just had a really hard time getting over how the people looked. It was like this hyper like muscled anime style in a way or like early image comics of just like sure men should be muscular and women guess what they're muscular as well (laughs) unless they're a child you need muscles more muscles even on the child more muscles the baby (laughs) is just ripped (laughs) that's more like uh tex avery is that who i'm thinking of yeah 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 yeah. tex avery would have a muscular baby So I I guess I wasn't really used to the artwork because it's it's such a departure from Boom Studios Power Ranger mm-hmm. comic artists. And it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It just it took getting used to to me because once I bought into the whole premise, this just feels like one big Saturday morning cartoon or movie. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And you know, originally when I said that, oh, this just feels like it just, you know, constant battle after battle after battle. That's Godzilla. Oh, like, yeah. That's that's Power Rangers. Like they just made it one huge extended fight. But it did feel a little repetitive in spots. And, and we'll get to it. But it just kept like Rita's like solution. Let's throw more monsters, mm-hmm. ah, more monsters, more monsters. And really, this is just one big way to get every single cameo for Godzilla and also Power Ranger monsters, which I'm fine with. Like I I thought the artist did an amazing job with all of the, the creatures and the Zords and Godzilla, especially. Well, I actually have a list, at least the ones I clocked every Godzilla Kaiju. It would have probably been easier to be like, what ones weren't there, but here's what we got. We have Godzilla, King Ghidorah, Gigan, Batra, Kamunga and the Prey Mantis Kamakuris. And then we also have in issue three in Rita's premonition or her fantasy of like, I'll be able to get all these monsters. And it's this tapestry looking artwork. Yeah. You have Rodan up in there, our friend Dan. Space Godzilla, a Mothra larva or a Batra larva? I'm not quite sure. But it's a little far I, in the I back. Actually, I'm actually on Wikizilla. Mm hmm. I could do the whole list of monsters. I mean, there's a, I, I'll do I'll do the Mighty Morphin ones, but I just got three more. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, there there weren't a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, then you have Abora, Horror of the Deep, the Smog Monster, Hedora, and then Angiris, mm. or as I like to say, Analis. 
<laughs> there you go. So for Power Rangers, just a ton of monsters. So we've got, obviously, we've got the Putty Patrollers in, in issue one. And we've got Rita's gang, you know, Goldar, Scorpina, Finster, all that. In the second issue, we had Rhino Blaster and Eye Guy, mm-hmm. which I love Eye Guy. He's great. Classic. Got that lightning collection figure. Yeah, he's awesome. There's also Scorpina's monster form in issue three. Mighty Minotaur that was in the vision. King Sphinx, which was in the vision. Terror Toad, which was in the vision. Bones. Pinoctopus. Spitflower. And Weave Worm. And I, I will say in issue three, that vision spread was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, I would get a poster of that, of the mix of the Godzilla and Power Ranger monsters. It looked really cool. Oh, yeah. And then in issue four, there was, again, Scorpina in monster form, Goldar's giant form, Snizzard, which was voiced by Brian Cranston, who would, you know, become super famous, <laughs> Grumblebee, and Slippery Shark. And then in issue five... I think it's just those same guys. Yeah, it's those same guys. Okay, so yeah, really good mix of classic Mighty Morphin and Godzilla monsters in this. My friend Travis Heima, when I he was the only Godzilla fan in high school that at least I knew of, and he was my friend. Like he had a closet in his house that was just jam packed full of VHSs, and half of them were Godzilla, Gamera, etc. And in adulthood, I was like, oh, yeah, my favorite's Final Wars. And he's like, oh, when I first saw that at a G-Fest, unsubtitled for the first time, like right when it came out, he described it as, why do you like that? It's just monster porn. And I think that could be seen for these five issues of let's just right. get these monsters in and out. And I think if we do get another mini series. That's hinted at at the final issue. I I think they'll have more story in there opposed to like, let's get everything crazy and wild in this first set. So Mm -hmm. people are interested and then we'll hit them with some story. Yeah. And, you know, they, they had that story mixed in and. I liked how they separated Tommy from the rest of the Rangers for mm-hmm. most of this because you had that side story of Rita trying to put Tommy back under her spell. And I did like the attention to detail because they actually spell out the spell that she said in Green with Evil. Oh, heck yeah. So I really appreciated that attention to detail. And I think we should just go issue by issue hell yeah or heck yeah hell yeah no don't say that i gotta oh edit my it God. or is I, the h word fine hell oh H-word's okay it's fine we're not that all right <laughs> we're not that bad <laughs> someone said gd and you blanked out the the g word not g we you do the d- oh no on tv you need to edit out the g well g- <laughs> <laughs> don't do that <laughs> say godzilla d- Godzilla. D- no, I I bleep out the. D- I, oh, I bleep no. out like the good dang. Oh no! <laughs> Do I have to edit all of that out? No, no. <laughs> Some trivia before we get right into the thick of it. Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is the first 
Godzilla crossover comic since Dark Horse published Godzilla versus Hero Zero in 1995. Yeah, knowing Toho, it is insane that this happened. I mean, it just makes sense, right? You've got two of the biggest tokusatsu properties in the world mm-hmm. coming together. And then while this comic marks Godzilla's first encounter with any Power Rangers team, he previously battled alongside the Car Rangers in Hero Festival 96 stage show in Japan. Toei and Saban Entertainment later adapted their show, Gekiso Sentai Car Ranger, into Power Rangers Turbo. Car Rangers the illest, guys. Check it out. It's the best. Definitely listen to all of the Car Ranger episodes from Mostly Speaking Sentai. That show is hilarious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dapu. Dapu's the best, guys. We've realized when it comes to masters, or not masters, trainers, the Zordon types. What do you call them? Like Zordon's not their master, their mentor. They're their there mentor, we go. yeah. Dapu is easily in the top two along with Arthur from Five Man. Yeah, I loved Arthur when we watched that five-man episode. That was really good. He's a good dad. So issue one, like we said, March 23rd, 2022, when Rita Repulsa uses an ancient artifact to transport herself into a universe without Power Rangers, she finds herself in a world with aliens, kaiju, and Godzilla. Hoping to annihilate this new foe, Rita hurls her own terrible creatures in the battle, but she never expects that the rangers have followed her into this alternate reality, pitting the dinosaurs themselves head-to-head with the king of the monsters. Ooh, that's Godzilla, isn't it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So... This story just like goes right into it. It just goes right into Rita is at some weird temple that's been hiding the secret for thousands of years. And for some reason, Zordon sent Tommy on this reconnaissance mission. Yeah. Also, so many dead monks. Like there is murder in this comic. There is a ton of murder in this comic, and you can see just dead monks on the stairs. I will say that I think Freddie Williams did a great job of packing so much detail into Mm -hmm. these panels, especially like little things going on in the background. There's a real sense of of depth to this whole story, but I really got to give it up for the colorist Andrew Dollhouse, because like I said... There's so many like amazing effects and bright colors and just some really spectacular coloring that really brings Freddie Williams art to life. Yeah, the coloring can make or break a Godzilla comic, the best Godzilla comic ever. And I don't know anyone who would combat me on this is Mm. the Half Century War by James Stokoe, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. It's so good. If you haven't read that, guys, check it out. It was five issues. Bada bing, you're in and out. Who, baby? Rita is there to capture a gem, and it's called the Multiversal Focus. And this gem allows Rita to basically see everything in the multiverse. And she's able to wish for a place that has no Power Rangers. Unfortunately, Tommy gets sucked into this as well. 
like everything is destroyed in a, in this alternate Angel Grove. Mm-hmm. There is also a panel, like a quick one, of Rita watching the multidimensional cable TV from Rick and Marty. <laughs> Wait, what? No, no, I'm lying. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. <laughs> But yeah, and then the first, what's this first monster we see? Is that? I forgot this one. It's Megalon. Megalon. Okay. Did the Godzilla wiki get that? I don't think they got it. Oh man. Yeah. He's a little bug beetle and he has. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, they got him. Yeah. Megalon. Yeah. That's what I really like about this artwork is that Freddie Williams watched, like according to the, the press release, He's like, I've been watching Mighty Morphin Power Ranger episodes and Godzilla films to submerge my brain space and have been reminded how fantastic and charming these designs are and how much fun prior creators had with their designs. I'm excited to contribute to the long legacies of these franchises. Well, he did his homework because all the monsters look on point. Yes, real good. That, that oh man getting paid to be like, hey, my research today is I get to binge watch a bunch of Godzilla movies. Oh, man, it, it's awesome. Yeah, we have this amazing panel between Godzilla and Megalon. Yeah. It's just, it, it's wonderful. That splash page. Yeah, the splash page. It's so great. And we are then introduced to the, are they... Zellians? I say zillions. Zillions. Yes, and these are an alien race that first appeared in 1965's Invasion of Astro Monster or Attack of Monster Zero. That was, I think, the United States version. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they are the colonizers wishing to take control of Earth. They kind of dom King Ghidorah in these, the movies at least in this. They're like, well, I don't know. And their other appearance are in Final Wars as the main antagonist, as well as the toy-centric series Godzilla Islands. But do not confuse these with the Simians, or as they're also known as the Black Hole Planet 3 aliens from Versus Mechagodzilla and Terra of Mechagodzilla, or the Exifs from the Netflix anime trilogy, which the Exifs are sort of based around the Zillions. Okay, all right. And just looking into the the Zillions, there's definitely in this issue they they take their costumes like from the early '60s, right? Mm-hmm. Like those those first few appearances, correct? Yeah. I think even Final Wars is like that same aesthetic, just slapped on with a... A little bit updated. Yeah. Like I said, we're we're at Wikizilla, and that's just a treasure trove of, of information. But yeah, these are like classic kind of alien 60s designs. They've got like wacky little elf looking feet mm-hmm. and these gray jumpsuits with the black vests and, and helmets. So to give it that kind of retro spaceman look yeah this is when godzilla started getting real good and then in the 70s it was starting to get trippy and goofy so (laughs) that's a great thing about godzilla every decade is a little different oh guess what my friend is this the thing you wanted that is the thing that i wanted all right so nicole of darlinghomebody.com just came in and for the local comic book day there was a special Ashcan version of uh, it's a preview for 
Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, Ninja Turtles Series 2, Issue 1. It's a preview. My comic shop actually got one, too, but I'm definitely going to use this as a giveaway on the podcast for sure. Yeah, baby. And it's awesome. You can even take a look at it. You can open it up. It's got some cool preview of the first issue of the new series. I don't think I should. My hands are just covered in barbecue sauce. Oh, my God. (laughs) You got to get a wet nap. (laughs) No, I need more than that. I I need to take a shower. (laughs) So the first issue, uh, Rita kind of just bullies her way into the zillion UFO. And then... Tommy is also sucked in to this alternate Angel Grove, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how, but he summons the Dragon Zord. Yeah, dude, this is like Godzilla logic. You just have to go with it. Yeah, I I think I do have to go with it. And because, you know, he plays his flute and then the Dragon Zord just rises from the ocean. And what I love about this artwork is because obviously the dragon Zord or dragon Caesar in Jew Ranger is based off Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like the tail, the head crest, the bulky arms that can like, and it's perfectly showcased on this one panel where, where the dragon Zord finally emerges and he's pitted right up against Godzilla. It's Ooh. it's such a great shot. I don't know if I got it correct, guys. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Rita finds out that she cannot brainwash Godzilla. Yeah. And the zillions keep telling her. They're just like, no, you, you can't. You you can't control these beasts. And I feel like that's one of the running issues throughout this whole thing. Like, she just doesn't get it that she cannot control these monsters. She's acting like a real Karen, okay, guys? <laughs> she came onto this alien spaceship and was like, you're going to do it my way. And let, she truly says, let me speak to your manager. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, take me to your leader. One of the things I I really appreciated was I think at one point during this amazing battle, it's a great battle, like the Dragon Zord gets some shots in, it drill tails Godzilla at one point, but then Godzilla uses his atomic breath and just completely destroys the Dragon Zord. Mm -hmm. and. This one panel where the the dragon sword is crashing back into the ocean, Tommy says, "No way!" And that is a direct reference to the cheap ADR that was in Green with Evil when it when they went, "No way!" And it, it was it was no one's voice. So I really appreciated that that in joke from the writer of this. I remember what I was gonna say in Power Rangers. How do the Zords come to be? I mean, they're summoned. Like, wait, how are they created? Yeah. um, Various ways. Okay, so let's say in this universe, Zhu Ranger existed, but when they went into sleeping, Godzilla arose and, like, crushed them. They died. Okay, but that would still mean the god dinosaurs are still there, so that means you can still summon them if you're able with those power coins to do so. There we go. We found the plot hole, and we filled it up with our head cannon. Amazing. Like ostriches. 
sticking those big eggs in holes, I guess. I, I don't know what the... <laughs> Ostriches stick their heads in holes. Oh, right. Our that's head right, can and right. goes in those plot holes. Oh, I see what you did there. Nice. Yeah, and Godzilla completely womps the, the <laughs> yeah. sword. It's It's no contest. But that's when the ranger, the rest of the rangers beam in because Zordon was able to find their multiversal signal or whatever BS, mm -hmm. and they were able to transport. And then, you know, they all give their quips. And then Jason says, I say it's time to bring some dinosaur power. And then you get like this, like torn page effect. And I, I will say that's another thing I liked about the art. I really liked the panel transitions. Like the panels aren't just straight lines. Like these are, Really, really cool. So that's how issue one ends. Yeah. Issue two was April 27th, 2022. Godzilla battles the Megazord. And no matter who wins, the world will be at great peril from the combined threat of the zillion invaders and Rita Repulsa. And if a giant robot and a giant monster weren't cataclysmic enough, how about a Gigana cybermetic space monster ready to fight them both? Yeah, that they were do, trying to do a portmanteau with Gigan. Yeah, that's odd. Uh, they're, yeah. they're they're like power ranging Godzilla of like, oh uh, yeah, um, uh, I'm cannot I don't know any of the Zhu Ranger names. Captain Gravestone, President Gravestone. What should we call him? I don't know what he's called in uh, yeah Power Rangers, but that's what they were weirdly doing there. <laughs> it, it was very strange. So for the main cover of this, here's an interesting trivia note. A female Zellian resembling the character of Namikawa from Invasion of Astro Monster appears in the character study for the comic, as well as the cover for the second issue. But all of the Zillions who appear within the actual comic are males. That's real weird that she's so prominently focused yeah. on there. Maybe the the artist really enjoyed that character and was like, well, we can't have them in this. Let's throw yeah. her on, on the cover. But a really amazing cover with like Godzilla towering over all of the fallen Rangers. And you got the zillion UFO in the background and kind of Rita Repulsa right there in the center. But this is it. This is Megazord versus Godzilla issue. And the Megazord doesn't pull any punches. It literally uses every weapon from the series, the Mastodon shield, the cranial laser, and the power sword. They only use the cranial laser like two times in the show. The cranial laser is used in this miniseries more than is ever used in the TV show, <laughs> which I think is amazing. But I absolutely love this entire fight. I love the way that the Megazord assembles, even though it's not, you know, comic accurate. Like the head doesn't pop on. It just comes up from the mm -hmm. Tyrannosaurus. So there, there, I've got some little quabbles about that but no this is pretty much every childhood dream that i've ever had like godzilla versus the the megazord it's like these huge behemoths coming together to fight and it's it's awesome yeah if it weren't for petty capitalism stuff and people <laughs> stroking their own egos this stuff could happen all the time oh yeah one of the huge 
panel spreads is the killing blow. You've got Godzilla blasting the Megazord with atomic breath while literally the Megazord is stabbing Godzilla in the chest with the power sword, which I didn't think they would be able to show, but... I mean, that sword looks pretty deep into Godzilla. Oh, yeah, baby. That's almost probably poking out his back, but not quite yet. Or, like, I don't know what the power sword's made out of. Some of it might have gotten eaten up because there's so much radiation spilling out of him now. That's true. Yeah. And and even if it was damaged, it would have healed because... The Rangers do have to disengage the Megazord at some point so it can heal. Just like Regenerator G1 in Godzilla. There you go. There's so many connections. Yeah. The Rangers demorph and they interact with the civilians, which I thought was like a good like exposition type of thing. Mm-hmm. Just so they could be like, oh, no, uh, Godzilla. And then. The the Rangers kind of find out like, oh, we probably made a big mistake because Godzilla was actually protecting Earth from all of these disasters. Yeah, there is a line in a later issue or maybe it's this one where they're starting to like fight Godzilla and they're they're like, oh, well, we don't know if he's the good guy. He did attack Tommy and it's like, no, Tommy attacked Godzilla, yeah. guys. Yeah, he did. Now, you have the individual issues, correct? Yes. Turn to the page where they find the crashed UFO. Yeah, I I saw this online. I did not take this as a reference to that thing, so I'm glad you brought it up. Yes. So I have the collected edition, and this line was changed because, as we all know, Trini was played by actress Twee Trang, who tragically died in a car accident in 2001. So the original line... They're in a crashed spaceship, and there's someone, a zillion there. They Mm -hmm. go up to him, says, a little banged up, but alive, must have been wearing his seatbelt. And they completely got rid of the must have been using their seatbelt line Mm -hmm. for this. They redid the panel, and all she says is a little banged up, but alive. But... When this issue came out, I think myself and a lot of other fans were just like, why? Why would you even write that line? Like, use your seatbelt. That's a reference to, like, a car accident. That's how the original actress died. And I guess there was enough of a, of a discussion where IDW did change it for digital and trade. Yeah, because I didn't even put those two things together. So it's good that they changed it. Yeah, I think it's a great decision that they listen to fans. But we get kind of like this unmorphed fight where the after they take the broken spaceship to the main zillion UFO, they're in like the mini UFO bay and they're just kicking all the zillions butts. And then they morph and bust through to the like main chamber where Rita is holding Tommy and there's just a massive fight between everyone. It's real cool. And I really like the half morph, like as they're transitioning to morph on one of these pages, it's at the bottom, how like it looks all digital and whatnot. It just, it's a cool effect of showing them half morphed, half unmorphed and it's morphing time. 
Well, it kind of calls back to the original morph for Power Rangers, because when when they first morph, it does that like, Mm. and there's kind of like those digital lines. So I really like how the artist interpreted that for this issue, like kind of like their own Insta morph. Heck yeah. I will say that is a little odd throughout the series. They because they're morphed through most of it. So the, the couple of times that they do morph into Power Rangers, there's no like actual morphing sequence in like Boom Studios Power Ranger comics. They always give the artists an opportunity to do like the morph call in their own way. So usually there's like a splash page or like maybe a panel transition and they do like pterodactyl, triceratops, saber tooth tiger, tyrannosaurus. And I found it a little odd that we didn't get that in this entire miniseries. Eric, there is a space chicken with a stomach (laughs) that has a chainsaw. They don't have time to do that. They need to get down there and save the people, the hostage, the refugees in the amusement park. What am I even thinking? You're right, James. There's no time for some bullshit morphing sequence. We got to get to it. It's He also has hooks for hands. If this thing came up to you on the street, you would just die. I would I would instantly die. This thing is horrible. It's like that weird thing in Mulholland Drive. <laughs> I've only seen that one scene of that David Lynch movie, so <sighs> he just like comes out behind a dumpster and goes, eh, and then the guy dies. Yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. But yeah, Jason calls us some sort of space chicken with meat hook hands. I mean... That's the only way you can describe Gigan. Also the chainsaw. <laughs> well, I, I don't really think they were focusing on the chainsaw, but but yeah. In Final Wars, his claws like get an upgrade to just be like... Like literal chainsaws? Uh, well, it's a music fork, you know, like it's like two times. Oh, a tuning fork, yeah. Yeah, a tuning fork, but it's chainsaws. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. And then, yeah, it's Megazord time. It's it's dinosaur power. I do like that they're able to give the individual dinosaurs a little chance to shine mm-hmm. because I always enjoyed that in the actual TV series. Like, I, I really liked when all the individual Zords got a chance to fight. Yeah, I would just I would love it. Or they 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 did. That was in uh, Zio, no, um, Kaku Ranger. They had five individual ones yeah i think also car ranger the second zords they get i think could individually turn maybe i'm just rethinking of kaku ranger no i thought they had individual ones too okay like ones yeah. that like turned into like humanoid like looking things yeah. yeah but yeah we got we got gigan versus the megazord and we we get a little bit of that and Gigan uses that chainsaw belly, and they even say, whoa, talk about tummy trouble. Try not to get too close to him, but it's, like, already too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then this issue closes out with Rita using Finster to summon the classic the classic guys. We got Rhino Blaster and I Guy. And I, I have an old school, like, from 1993 figure of rhino blaster i i love that monster as a kid heck yeah hey you guys want to make nicole angry while playing godzilla save the earth be guy again and just keep doing the grapple move to (laughs) use the chainsaw belly 
<laughs> She'd be like, quit doing that. I can't block that. Stop it. Hey, maybe you could play some of that during the Home Shopping Network. No, we've got sales to do. Yeah. Issue 3 came out May 25th, 2022. Everyone reading this series is expecting a team-up, and here it is. Only this might not be what they had in mind. What's worse than a villainous monster from the Godzilla universe? Villainous monsters from the Godzilla and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers universes. And they're joining forces to destroy the Power Rangers. No. I don't want that. No, the Power Rangers aren't supposed to be destroyed. They're supposed to destroy. Destroy, yeah. Ooh, uh, if destroy, yeah, so destroy, uh, you had Jet Jaguar, who is just criminally underrepresented in Godzilla stuff. Mothra wasn't there, which is crazy, but that's one of the, the big three. Yeah, I, I thought I thought that was a little bit odd that we didn't get Mothra at some point. I'm actually kind of glad they didn't because it, the entire series would have ended with Mothra sacrificing herself. Again, for like the 80th time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I know a bit about Godzilla. But we get this basically beat down of the Megazord. You've got Gigan, you've got Rhino Blaster, you've got Eye Guy. They are just beating the snot out of out of the Megazord. And this is where Rita tries to brainwash Tommy, and that's when she does the Yeah, Bibar, Shabar, and that's like Really, her lines from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Green with Evil. So I really like that attention to detail that they actually used the spell that turned Tommy evil in this. So I thought that was pretty good. Speaking of Rita, try this out, guys. If you have a spouse, walk up to them and just call them like a dirty worm. See how they react, because does Rita in the show call Finster a worm a lot, or is this just in this comic it's really just in this comic okay because a lot of comedy writers will call people worms it's on step by step i'm watching a lot of step by step lately guys and (laughs) constantly dana is calling the lamberts worms all the time and i love it that's so weird i don't know i think that's weird but rita has this because tommy says oh you know we We'll stop you just like we always do. And she's like, but this time it's different. The Zillions have so many monsters at their disposal. And that's when we get this epic vision panel, like this Mm -hmm. two-page spread with a mix of Mighty Morphin and Godzilla monsters. And I love this so much. I wish I had a poster of this artwork because it is it's gorgeous. Man, this spread's so good, you could call it a Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) We're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. I'm eating chili, guys. Oh, man, I'm hungry. But yeah, I love the next page where Rhino Blaster is just kicking the crap Mm -hmm. out of the Megazord. And what's great, because Rhino Blaster was based on that football episode of of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So I really like he keeps referencing like my team and like the little football references. I thought that was a really nice touch. It's also a nice touch because I just assumed that was the character from the writing. So writer did good. Yeah, did good. Oh, that's when because... Megazord's getting its butt kicked 
And then from the water, we thought he was dead, but he's back. Godzilla. Guys, if Godzilla goes in the water, he's coming back. That's just how it is. Besides in the first movie, yeah. if he, go, that's, he died in the water. But if he goes in the water after being hurt, he is using that Regenerator G1 that I think was only ever in Godzilla <laughs> 2000 and probably Godzilla versus... Uh, why can't I think of the name of that movie? That one, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. The one that was right after Godzilla 2000. Yeah. It has the best soundtrack of every Godzilla. Godzilla versus... Very nice. Very nice. Is it Mega Gearus? I think it's I think I just wasn't confident, even though I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Mega Gearus. <laughs> Why don't you just look it up? It's Mega Gearus. <laughs> Mega Gearus. But Godzilla's attacking everything. He's attacking the Megazord. He's attacking Rhino Blaster. I love that he tackles Eye Guy so hard that eyeballs are flying off Eye Guy. I l- absolutely love that. Rhino Blaster, he could probably do that to some linemen, am I right? Oh, yeah, football. <laughs> Hit Tom Brady so hard his eye pops out. <laughs> oh, that all of a sudden gets like put on the divorce documents. His wife is like, oh, yeah, he's just constantly trying to work. Also, his eye fell out. <laughs> That's when Godzilla uses his atomic blast and just like destroys everything. And Godzilla's kind of taking a break and all the monsters start shooting at him. But they have this idea to use the power sword again to re-energize Godzilla. So they actually blast Godzilla with all of their power and it heals him, which I thought was really cool. There's a really great page of just this electricity effect with the Megazord blasting Godzilla. It's really cool. They're like my colleague my frequent collaborator dragon boy suede they heal with their steel as well (laughs) he has a song called i heal with my steel if you're an adult listen to that song if you are not an adult do not listen to that song (laughs) yeah what what else you want to say with this issue Uh, it's just cool i really liked this page where he's getting healed with that steel and the lightning storm Oh, man, it's so good. Oh, and then even though, like, Franklin never got that, Franklin, a a cat of ours who passed away, he would give off Godzilla vibes just of, like, all the time. And this this panel specifically, like, if if Frank ever got mad, he never did. Oh, baby, he would have been looking exactly like this little Godzilla guy. And once Godzilla is fully charged... Godzilla gets the point, and now we get this epic two-page spread of Godzilla blasting the monsters with his atomic breath and the Megazord using its cranial laser for more times than it ever did in the show (laughs) at this point. (laughs) And then Scorpina comes, right? Oh, my God. I always love Scorpina in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, And her monster form, Freddie Williams, the artist of this series, nailed it. Completely nailed her design of the monster form. It's fantastic. I will say, can you see like this, this page? Yeah. Where she comes up. This area, uh, like over here, I think. It's it's not great. It's very vaginal. It's, It's Yes. 
Yep, I'm looking at that now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wait, let me. I gotta see this. Oh, you're looking at the. Oh, it's kind of like that. All right. Okay. So you want to know? It's what? a little more armored. It's not as as juicy looking as this, but uh, yeah. The of the vaginal area is <laughs> no, there, stop, guys. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bleep that. I'll bleep that. <laughs> I'm using technical terms, though. Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. I'm yes, being yes, clinical. Yes. I'm not saying like her hoo-ha's banging, guys. Although in this panel, it really is. <laughs> no, get out of here. It looks like a mess, okay? And the machine is very, it's beautiful. It's of God, okay? This is of Satan, and you know I love Satan. He messed up on this, okay? Satan, figure your stuff out when it comes to the beautiful womanly form. <laughs> This is a Clive Barker character, guys. Oh, yeah. And she is able to attack both Godzilla and the Megazord. And that's when we get this last page reveal of Scorpina's monster form with some Godzilla characters. Yeah, I believe that's Batra or it could be Megagirus, guys. I've only seen Megagirus once. I need to rewatch it. Best soundtrack for real. Watch it. Okay, yeah, it, it, it is Megagirus, yeah. Oh, it is. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which means Batra isn't in this, guys. So you also have uh, Kamunga, which is the spider, yep. and then the Prey Mantis, which such a minor character. I don't know its name offhand. It's Kamakuras. There we go. Kamakuras, which appeared in Son of Godzilla. Son of Godzilla rips, guys. Watch that. All right. We are at the penultimate issue. <gasps> I don't know what that means. It, it means... <laughs> It means that this was released on July 20th, Ooh, 2022. Baby. Godzilla and the Megazord team up to battle a host of giant monsters, some from the world of Power Rangers, some from Godzilla's world. Meanwhile, the Green Ranger attempts a daring escape from the clutches of Rita. And the most terrifying challenge yet from Godzilla's greatest foe is about to erupt into a full-blown kaiju free-for-all. Yeah, this issue was originally scheduled for release on June 22nd, but was delayed to July 20th. The Supreme Controller of Planet X refers to King Gadira by his alias Monster Zero, mm -hmm. which was originally the Zillion's designation for him in Invasion of Astro Monster and is also used by them in Godzilla Rivals versus King Gadira. Hell yeah, baby. But yeah, that's the big reveal for this issue. But before then, we get, like we said, Kumanga, Megagirus, and Karma Kuras all fighting Godzilla versus the Megazord with Scorpina. And I love that they used all of the bug based monsters with Scorpina. It's just thematically really, really cool. Yeah, because Megagirus is Cicada, Dragonfly-esque, those mm -hmm. influenced on those insects. So yeah, this is really good. And I love that they're playing like a D&D &D party where one's throwing web out to make the terrain yeah. a little harder for them. One's flying, shooting around as a ranged person. It's very good. And Nicole would hate this, the, the second page of this, the splash page. Uh, because oh, why? why is that? Nicole hates any 
web being thrown or Mothra larva spinning their own silk on people. She she thinks it looks gross. Well, it does look gross because Scorpina is, again, not able to control these. Rita cannot control these monsters. So some of them turn on Scorpina. And I really like this line on the next page that Scorpina says, if I'm to be destroyed by the darkness, let it be Godzilla who ends me and not those pathetic rangers. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that she considers Godzilla a more worthy foe than the Power Rangers. Or just, I took it as doesn't have a history with them. And it's like, for real, yeah. I'm getting beat by these dorks over here. Yeah. And that's when Rita has Finster use the Zillion computer and the teleporter to summon King Ghadira. Oh man, it's so I it it's much larger in this comic than it is oh, yeah. in the movies, but it's huge. It's dominating. I really enjoy it. And of course that you get one, it's like it King Ghidorah has anti-gravity beams, but yes. I think it's Jason goes like it's reading as some sort of concentrated gravity beam. And it's like, that's what what's, <laughs> it's reading as. And that was, okay, that was kind of my issue with, with the dialogue for the Rangers. Because, and, you know, when I was interviewing Ryan Parrott for, like, issue 100, and he talked about finding characters' voices, I think that's the problem with this miniseries is it feels like the dialogue could just be said by anyone. Yes. I love that so much that. What? <laughs> uh, oh, no, I loved Ryan's explanation. Oh, okay. I, I think I talked to you of him oh, yeah, saying like right. a listener wrote in and said, I love how you imbued them with so much personality. This is for right. anyone who might not have heard that episode yet or to recap it. And Ryan says, oh, thank you. I did. Did I? Awesome. And then like as a humble man, <laughs> but then goes on a 10 minute explanation of it specifically how he and how everyone should do that in an ensemble cast. So much yeah. so that I told Nicole about this. I think I told Sean about this. I really liked it. And I will be using that for formulaic when we do more nice. of that. But I don't know if you agree with me or not. I think that's what this miniseries was lacking. Because you have Jason saying, oh, it's like some kind of concentrated gravity beam. I I would rather Billy said that. Yeah. You know? For sure. I feel like the the dialogue isn't really Ranger specific. Because there's, like, literally, literally, Billy in this panel says, whoa, what was that? And then it's reading as some sort of concentrated gravity beam. I would have switched that. Yeah. I would have had Jason said, whoa, what was that? And then Billy said that. So. And I will say first time reading this really didn't pick up on that. But knowing this explanation that Ryan gave. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Uh, this should have some cohesion whatsoever. I think the only time where. Literally anyone could say these lines are in battle as they're making puns related to that individual or whatever setting, like in formulaic when it was soccer puns that we were making. 
anyone could say any of those lines. I'm fine with that because they're just throwaway jokes. Sure. Also, it's not realistic that people would be making puns like that in battle. They're like, we need to do this. I'm scared. We're teenagers, remember? <laughs> exactly. And then just a lot of battle with King Gadira. He really wipes the floor with everyone. And he even starts attacking the UFO, which... Uh, surprises Rita. And once again, the Zillion, like Supreme guy, the Supreme controller is saying, you cannot control these monsters. Like as much as you can try, it doesn't work like that. He says, I warned you, the monster is unpredictable at best, which I read right. that as like, and at worst, it is predictable in the sense that it will kill you. Exactly. And Tommy uses this time to break free. So it cuts between Tommy escaping and then King Gadira just like totally blasting them. The Megazord's like getting drowned. It's taking on water. There's a beautiful panel here where Godzilla and the Megazord are just floating in water. And you see the shadow of King Gadira about to completely rip them a new one. And I, I, I really enjoy that fight scene. Tommy is about to kick the butt of another zillion, but the zillion's like, wait, I'm going to give you back your power coin because we we don't want you here. Like, go back to your dimension. Mm -hmm. We're tired of you guys. Like, this, this battle is too costly. Rhea's doing too much damage. Yeah, because if you leave, maybe she'll leave with you. Yeah. Because she sucks. Yeah, she... She's bad in this. I mean, worse than than the original. Great next page with the morphing of mm -hmm. Tommy into the Green Ranger. I, I really like the Green Ranger design in this. And then I, I just like that the line that the Zillion says, don't thank me. We remain enemies. The goal of the Zillions remains the same. This world will be conquered. And Tommy just says, that's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> I just really like that. I read it as, that's messed up, dude. <laughs> like, just the way that they bolded it, it's like, that's messed up. That's how it read to me. <laughs> Rita Rita knows that this, she's in trouble. She tries to send Gadira home, but the teleportation is manufacturing. Malfunctioning. Malfunctioning. And Goldar says, send me into battle. And then... I love this line from Goldar. Send me out to battle the monster, Rita. I'll cut it down and I'll use its golden hide to reinforce my own armor, mm -hmm. which is just awesome. Yeah. But Rita likes that idea. She says, not a terrible idea, but Finster, how many of my monsters do you have left? A handful, my queen. Send them all. And that's when we get Snizzard, Grumblebee, and Slippery Shark into here. I thought it was Grumblebee. No, it's Grumblebee. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll need to edit out Grumble. I'll leave that to your discretion. <laughs> <laughs> it's the area between... Uh, might want to edit it out. It's the t <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I'll leave all this in, but I'm going to edit it. I I'll bleep it. <laughs> So that's 
That's when we get Scorpina saying, let's teach him that five heads are better than three, which I thought was a good line. And that's how they kind of end this issue where you've got just all of the monsters fighting King Gadira. We don't even end on the Megazord or Godzilla in this one. Yeah, they things are bad. And then in issue five, they get a little worse for Rita. They do. Speaking of issue five, that was September 7th, 2022. Godzilla and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers have faced a host of terrible foes. Now, though, they face their greatest challenge, the Mighty King Gadira. Can the Teenagers with Attitude and the King of the Monsters put aside their differences long enough to survive an attack from the three-headed tyrant? Find out in the bombastic conclusion to the most colossal crossover event of the year. Ooh, see, they were being humble or not like overzealous or like of the year, guys. We're not saying this is more crazy than Endgame. But is it? <laughs> I mean, the fact that this happened, yeah, it's it's more crazy that it actually did. A couple back stories on this. It was supposed to come out on the 7th. Neither comic book store that I go to had it on the 7th. So uh, the same as the previous issue, it was a week later. So the week afterwards, the Wednesday before I went to Florida, a.k.a. went to get COVID. Well, you, you didn't you didn't go there specifically to get COVID. <laughs> no, but Let's be clear. <laughs> in retrospect, I went yeah. there and got COVID. So. I scootered on my razor scooter, I should say, to yeah. this comic book store near me. You know what it is. I don't want to dox myself. Sure. And uh, <laughs> they had it. I was like, yes. Yeah. So I read it. I was like, I have 45 minutes before we need to leave on the train. Quickly read it. And I was like, yes, this. Yes, yes, yes. But, but, but why? <laughs> well, we'll get the end, the last page. Do you want to just say like, hey, uh, Godzilla beats them j j just say it just say it okay so get get right into it they get like real strong they beat Ghidorah and Godzilla throws him on the ground and then Godzilla well, turns I mean, the most the most important the dragon sword is back oh yes oh the in beautiful I forgot they combined because Tommy's jumps out of the also they he they broke the window of this UFO yeah. it cannot go back to space <laughs> It's done for. They need to repair that window and, oh, baby, getting glass that thick and that big is going to cost you a fortune. Especially in this economy with the supply chain issues. Mm -hmm. And in this case, supply chain, COVID made the supply chain issue so drastic. Just think. How drastic was it? <laughs> the fact that knowing how fragile our system is now just think if monster attacks were happening frequently how terrible it would be to get things just roads would be destroyed and you're like okay yep gotta reroute somewhere else so with that in mind glass very hard to get and did you know very hard to get. frosted glass is more expensive than clear glass yeah it's like a whole nother process on top of it See, nicole thought Hey, it's clear. You got to make it clear. Uh, it, it was an engage with Nicolas Cage so, uh, conversation. We had. I, I missed that one. Is that a, from a newer one? It comes out tomorrow. Oh, okay. Of recording. Oh, I'm, getting a, I'm getting a sneak preview. So 
He jumps out. They combine. Yeah. It's awesome. So it's amazing. Rita's like, oh, we're done for. Godzilla is about to blast us. We need to get out of here. So she tries the multiverse thing. It cracks a little. And then we don't know what happens to her. But our friends, they're like, "Uh, he's coming after us. This is bad. But let's take him out. Then Zordon comes out of nowhere and says, hey, guys, I'm reading that. Rita's no longer there. You're with Tommy. There's no reason for you to be here anymore. Please leave because they are going to get their stuff wrecked. It's Godzilla. He's the king of the monsters and the kings of teens with attitude. (laughs) So they go back. But they're like, where's Rita? And there is this last page. Yeah. Where Rita and it's the multiversal focus is shattered. This is crazy because I'll I'll handle I'll handle the Mighty Morphin or the Power Rangers aspects. We see the Dino Charge Rangers. We see the RPM Rangers, which both series take place in their own dimensions. Mm -hmm. So that was a really good. I really like that detail. And we see Lord Draken also in his own separate universe. So I really like that they showed the three different dimensions that are separate from the main Power Rangers universe. So I love that detail on the Power Rangers side. Yeah. And she's saying this is shattered. We're seeing those not in panels, but in shattered crystals. And she says, "Where? Yes. no matter where I go, It's Godzilla, Big Lizard, Power Ranger Brats, Godzilla. It's nonstop. So you then get like the classic Showa era, the Heisei era. And actually, I don't even think that's. It says Godzilla 1975, Godzilla 2001 and Godzilla 1999. Okay, awesome. Godzilla. Wait, Godzilla 1999. Wait, 2001. Oh, that might be uh, King Ghidorah of GMK. Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah. So 75 is Megara Goji. Mm -hmm. Godzilla 2001, that's GMK Goji. Okay, that's what I thought. And then Godzilla 1999 is Mira Goji. Okay, yeah, which is 99, I forget, is when Godzilla 2000 came out. Yeah. So it's just confusing because it's Godzilla 2000. Right, right, right. But I was like, wait, he he doesn't have pupils, so that might be Godzilla from GMK, which is Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, all-out monster attack. Actually, I think, hold on, let me grab my vinyl, because I think my vinyl is GMK Goji, but can you can you tell me which one I have? Oh, if yeah. If I grab mine? Okay, hold on. I will try to tell him, listeners, because seeing it through... The lens of a webcam, even though Eric's got a really nice webcam, guys. What's that? I was talking to the listeners. Oh, which Godzilla is this? That is a 2000 era. It might be from 1999 and versus Megaguirus, possibly. Okay. Because GMK is also sometimes referred to as zombie Godzilla because he is the villain and it dead. says ni- 1999 slash 2000. Okay, so yeah, then that would be Godzilla Millennium, Godzilla 2000 slash versus Megaguirus. He's cool. Yeah, oh no, that that's Nicole's favorite looking Godzilla. Besides, so this is, I think, what 
fans of Power Rangers should be excited for on right. this because it says the end. And <laughs> yeah, question mark, wink, wink. This dimensional fractions is possibly the only way to either get a new Power Ranger team started or even featured at all, at least right. in, in my limited knowledge of hearing you talk about the comics or just knowing how, hey, it's a Mighty Morphin. That's what sells. That's what people, right. that's the brand recognition. So if you have this thing where you can hop through dimensions, which is why they might have gotten Cullen Bunn to do this because he has experience right. with Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Well, I think the phrasing is interesting here because it's bolded where she says it's shattered. Mm -hmm. And that references Shattered Grid because they do show Lord Draken in one of the crystals. So I like her use of the word shattered because that calls back to the Power Rangers comic multiversal saga with Shattered Grid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is what I hope. This is my personal and i'd love to hear yours this sure. is my personal wish this is godzilla versus mighty morphin power rangers i right. want shin godzilla versus power rangers ninja steel because those wow. sweet little five individuals no. six Seeing but, Shin Godzilla would be like, we don't know what to do, guys. This thing is a horror. It is leaking blood everywhere that it might be blood or just radioactivity. What is this? The the galactic battle, whatever that TV show is. Is this you guys? Oh, it's not. Do you want to team up on this? We're fine with doing that because <laughs> we need this away. No. Yeah. And the comics, I think this is the perfect way. If you saw Shin Godzilla and you were in love with someone, you would be and you've never told it. This has been like hidden forever. This is the time you would tell someone because this thing's horrific. Guys, if you've never seen Shin Godzilla, just Which Google one is that. Shin Godzilla was a one off and it it's a horror movie. Oh, that's that's the new the new film, right? Yes, it, from 2016, I believe. Yeah, where like the tail has its own head or some crap. It's like freaky. The tail splits open and shoots out laser. Yeah, it's disgusting, but it's, it's gross. This would be the perfect time to finally solidify Victor and Monty. They kiss like that would be amazing. It'd be like, yeah, uh, yeah. actually, yeah, that would be pretty. That would be cool. I hope Colin's listening. I'm agreeing listening. with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what's yours? I, uh, so I do love that we have this version of, of Godzilla in here. I would like to see something completely wacky. I, I would love to see, because they did show like the 1975, like kind of like that original dopey-eyed Godzilla. Mm -hmm. I would love if somehow... It was around to him and maybe maybe a current like so we take the oldest Godzilla, but the newest Power Rangers team. Mm. So maybe Dino Fury. Well, I mean, it's similar to Mighty Morphin. You got the dinosaurs, but I would like to see more dinosaurs like with the newest team of Power Rangers versus the oldest Godzilla. Mm -hmm. I think that might be cool. Yeah, 
I also uh, Lightspeed Rescue. They were all siblings, right? No, that's that's the Sentai. Oh dang it! Are there any Power Rangers where they're all siblings? Not where they're well, not where they're all siblings. No, but dang it, there have been sibling Rangers like in Mystic Force. Uh, Madison and Vita were sisters. In Lightspeed Rescue, Ryan and and Dana were brother and sister. Because what I would really love is very family, familias, however you would pronounce it, familiar. Right. You know the word I'm trying to. Yes. People who are family, act family. So I would love to see a ranger team like that, or maybe even like Doggy Kruger seems very fatherly. Mm-hmm. They have to take care of or look after the son of Godzilla, Minya, or mm-hmm. his many other names. As long as they make him look cute, please don't look. The, use the son of Godzilla one or the no son of Godzilla one was cute. It was Godzilla's revenge. That one is mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah, he looks he looks bad. Yeah, there are times when he's very cute. But not would, in this case. Would you want Minya in the comic? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Okay. They look, they're looking after him. They're like, wait, where, what is this creature? Is this some type of villain? And they're like, no, he, he seems very nice and he's just puffing smoke rings. And then they're like, kids, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, think. Yeah, that'd be cool. This, I hope, did well enough that it gets yeah. more and yeah. the relationship between Toho and everyone else can stay good because I think this would be very good for Power Rangers comics to dip your toe in these separate teams and then all of a sudden, shoot, let's have a Mystic Force right. series. Right. Let's have a Dino Charge, whatever. Yeah, I think that would be amazing. Like, because this multiverse opens up so many possibilities for a sequel, and I would love to see it if the... I mean, you can still keep it like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but what if they team up with one of these dimensional teams? Yeah. Like, what if they team up with Dino Charge? or if they team up with RPM? I, I think that would be really cool. Yeah, because you no longer have to worry about will Mystic Force sell comics? You already right. know Godzilla's going to sell the comics. And if people respond well to these other, in quote, side teams of Power Rangers, yeah. It gives them the opportunity to see that other teams can sell the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would love that. I would absolutely love that. So, yeah, that's why I enjoyed the ride of yes. reading all of these issues. But when that last page came up, I my or shoot. I pooped myself. I <laughs> promised. That's the first time I cursed this entire time. Is it? <laughs> well, you, I, you said I could say the GD, and then you were like, whoa, no, we, we blanked the D part, not the G part. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess Gruddle, I said. <laughs> <laughs> Which you're going to have to bleep out. It's not a curse word. It's a part on your body. Uh, but it's not I, a I'm, clinical term. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew the clinical term for it, it we'd leave it in. But yeah. I don't Anyways. know. Anyways. No, o- o- overall, I, I thought this was fun. I'm glad that I was able to pick up the collection for this because 
for me, it always seems like these miniseries read better in one sitting Mm -hmm. just because you're getting it all at once. And like I said before, I think the art style threw me off a little bit at first, just because it's such a departure from what Boom usually does with the Power Ranger comics. But that really solidified that into the Godzilla universe for me. Heck yeah. So I thought it was a good story. Like I said, the the dialogue felt like a little bit interchangeable between the Rangers. It was a bit generic. And I, I would have wished for a, a little less uh, Rita not getting the point of <laughs> that she can't control these monsters. But it did give us an excuse to have many epic battles. Mm-hmm in this series. So I, I really did like that part. Yeah. And let's just hope the next series, fingers crossed, if we get them, we get a little more story to it because then it's, we, we got the monster battles. They're out of the way. Let's really hamper down. What can Rita do and how is she going to do it? Yeah. I think, you know, seeing kind of her ultimate plan or to see her unleash in a different universe or, just cause more havoc without the help of the zillions would be very fun to see. And this is kind of how what Mighty Morphin Power Rangers versus Ninja Turtles did too. Like you had this great, you know, epic miniseries, but then they leave it open for the future. And then we're already getting a second series from Mighty Morphin Teen Mutant Ninja Turtles. So the fact that they seem to already be planning this for Godzilla at least they leave the door open mm-hmm. for the possibility. I, and I hope it keeps going until we get that Shin Godzilla ninja steel. Oh, my gosh. I mean, heck, pitch it to them because I, I think that'd be cool. All right. Well, James, this has been this was a lot of fun. I really liked reading this series. This heck is yeah. great. So to our listeners, at the time of this episode's release, Godzilla versus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers trade paperback has been released. This was released on November 8th. 2022 you can find print copies of the soft cover collection at your local comic book shops by using comicshoplocator.com to find the nearest one upcoming power ranger comics include mighty morphin power rangers issue 103 on december 21st and the first issue of mighty morphin power rangers and teenage Mutant ninja turtles 2 issue 1 on december 28th so get a little uh, pre-christmas present pre-new year's so that that issue will be the last of 2022 so definitely check those out at your local comic book shops and digitally from uh, providers like comiXology ibooks google play and kindle man the first i ever heard of power rangers ninja turtles was in your bathroom eric in my bathroom. Yeah, because you had an interview I with whoever wrote that. Was that Ryan? Yeah, that was Ryan. I was listening to it during that weekend that we hung out for New oh, Year's, yeah. and I, I was just like listening to it in your bathroom. <laughs> oh, man, good times. But speaking of really good times, be sure to catch... The Darling Homebody Shopping Network live stream super sale happening Thursday, December 1st. You can find that at Darling Homebody in Twitch and Facebook at 7 p.m. Central Time. The entire store, 20% off, except Mm T-shirts. 
And you can buy stickers, keychains, minifigures, and more featuring art from Nicole Jacobs of Mostly Speaking Sentai. Yeah! You'll want to watch the live stream because, like we said, every $100 scrum nom nom, James will eat a Hot Ones last dab, the Carolina Reaper edition. And if they reach $1,000... James will eat the Paki one chip challenge. I don't know if it'll be the full chip, but I'm going to put that last dab on there. Also with the last dab. Boom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll have links to that all in the show. James, where can people find you and the podcast? At MSS Pod on Twitter, at MSS Podcast on Instagram, and at MSS Pod on Facebook. That's where you'll be able to find me and see mostly speaking Sentai information. Also, information about my other podcasts, such as Sweaty Time Pro Wrestling. That's a Lucha Underground-centric show with Sean Marciniak and I, which we also did an ICP one called Shuffling the Deck, where we created the definitive introductory ICP playlist podcast. I, I mean, with the playlist, the, it was a podcast. Yeah. And then Height of Horror is a new one with Presley Bracken and I. We're going through specific years in horror to figure out where we take 12 movies from each year and then see if it was a good one or a bad one. Like, mm. it, is this a good year in horror? It's very fun. Formulaic uh, podcast and script writing. We take a very formulaic TV show like Power Rangers, where the same thing kind of happens each episode. You just switch out the scenarios and the the villain characters. We break that down into kind of an outline. Then we Mad Libs that outline. And within an hour, we write an entire script. And then the following episode, we do a table read of that script. We have a Scooby-Doo one and a Power Rangers one already out. Next month will be Are You Afraid of the Dark? Awesome. And then hit it and crit it. I'm DMing a new campaign over there called Derms Clermen Monster Hunting Guild. It's real stupid, but very fun. All of that's wherever music is found. Or not music. Ding dang it. Wherever podcasts are found. But go to MLMPod.com for links or just search what it, where you're listening right now. But if you want to support us, go to patreon.com forward slash MLMPod, where for $5 a month, you get exclusive content every single Friday, like Engage with Nicolas Cage, This Existed, Death from Above, a Sam and Max podcast, and what's the last one? Why can I not remember the other show we do? Oh, Mostly Speaking Sentai After Dark. We're going through <laughs> Akiba Ranger. That's why it's Mostly Speaking Sentai, but we're doing... Midnight Tokusatsu over there. Akiba Ranger, very fun. And listen to my music under Marshland Monster. I'm putting out singles with stand-up comedian, rapper, television writer, Howard Kramer slash Dragon Boy Suede. You might have seen his work on Scare Tactics or Beavis and Butthead, the Lopez show that was Lopez. Not the multi-camera sitcom, the single-camera sitcom. Got it. He's very good, very funny. It's been fun stuff. Awesome. And Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph and on Instagram and Facebook at rangercommandpowerhour, all 
one word. Once again, James, thank you so much for being on this episode of Ranger Command Power Hour. It's a blast to have you on. And thank you for having me. I always enjoy being here. And hey, guys, pester Eric to play Power <laughs> Ranger video games so he can finally do. That'll have to be, we say, one hour. That's all we're talking about these video okay. games because we'll we'll plow through it because it's too much. Yeah, it could take. Also, most of them, you can say they suck because they had right. to. And you'll see that sometime in 2023. Fingers crossed. <laughs> all right. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And we'll catch you on the next Ranger Command Power Hour. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at RangerCommandPowerHour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks for listening.